Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, Tribe, welcome to Align Your Practice with Dr. Cliff and special guest Adam Carroll, brought to you by Align Life, where we want to give you the tools to find and create your Align Life. And so today we're going to be talking about investing basics and wealth creation and infinite banking. And we've kind of thrown these concepts around. I'm super excited. I know we've been doing a lot of things on like, okay, you know, how do we budget? And then, you know, how do we take care of our student loan? Then budget and then creating the meeting rhythms. And so now we're going to take that to the next iteration. So like once you have your, you know, your peace of mind account, then you'll be ready to start to creating wealth. And um, what's the tools? Because I think so many of us get to that point and we don't know what to do. And so um, I'm super excited with Adam on this. I just, I'm going to share a story that I heard from Roberto Monaco that I think really summarizes what we're going to be talking about, why this part is so critical. And so he shared this story about this family that this really special family tradition where they would all get together and whoever's birthday would, um, whosever birthday it was, they would get together and they would get that many wishes. So if they were turning 11, they would get 11 wishes. If they were turning 21, they would have 21. If they were turning 40, they got 40. So this was a special birthday for the daddy. He was 40 years old. So the whole family gathered around. They had the chocolate cake. They blew out the candles. And then they said, Papa, I want to hear all your wishes. And so he pulls out his big list and everybody was so excited. And um, the um, he, st- he started off like, I want to take my wife on an amazing vacation. I want to take the kids to Disneyland. I want to get a new car. And so everybody's cheering him on. And, you know, it's really exciting. And, you know. So then let's fast forward a year. So it was a great birthday. Everybody, you know, happened. And then the next year you turned 41. So it should be better because you have 41 wishes. And so, but this year here's, so instead of pulling out this big list of 41 wishes, he actually pulled out one wish because what happened was he was diagnosed with cancer that year. And so um, his only wish that he had was, I just want to be healthy again. And so when we have our health and when we have our wealth, we can have all the wishes we want. But when we have, when we don't have those, then we can't, that's the, we, we, that's our only thing we're wishing and wanting for. And so what we want to talk about today is like, what's that vehicle? How do we do that? How do we invest in things that are congruent with what we believe in and support our life? So it's not like, cause one of the things that I saw in practice, Adam, and I don't know if you see this, but I would see in practice, they're like, man, if I known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a springboard for like the financial conversation. If I'd known I was going to live this long, I would have saved better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so healthy. Shoot. I forgot to save. That's the problem for a lot of people, right? Yep. Uh, Yeah, it's so true. And today, what I want to share with your listeners is um, really some strategies on how to build that, how to, how to build, and I would even call it certainty into what Mm. the future financial situation looks like, Cliff. Candidly, I have some family members who, in the midst of the economic downturn this last year, they're on fixed income. They're drawing against their assets. They're you know living their lifestyle that they've always lived. Um, however, they you know with the with the market fluctuation and having to draw against their assets, the fear now is, will I outlive my money? Mm. And um, and I never want that to happen. For, right. for anyone, like our clients, especially our goal should be to create absolute certainty that you have plenty of money to live out your entire life and live the way you want to. But you've got to be very intentional about how you're building that. Yeah. And I think it starts with the five episodes before this that lead up to this. It's like if you're doing all those things, this part becomes 
uh, easier. I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's easier. And it's just the discipline of doing that. And then I think where I see most of the, our doctors lose it is they don't know, really know what to do with it. They don't know where to go. Yeah. And so then they get jammed up. And so I think like getting with, with you talking about that, I think would be a great thing um, as we dive into this. This is why I think this show is so important that you're sharing with docs, how to, how to live in a line life and, and having money be a part of that. Um, I want to give everyone a buy that's, that's listing all your tribe that, that you've done really well at making money, but maybe you don't know where it should go. Yeah. Um, I want to give you a buy. Like this is not your fault. You have studied, you've gone through school, you've learned how to do what you do really well. You're, you're good at it. You have high EP, high earning potential. Yep. Um, and you're not alone. I, I can't tell you how many clients we encounter that maybe have been in business for five years or 10 years and they wake up one day and they're like, I'm making incredible money. I just, I don't know where it's going and I have no idea what to do with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we tell them, well, you know, through sheer persistence and stick-to-itiveness, congrats, you've made it. Yeah. Now let's actually cement the fact that you've made it and create certainty into the future about where this money goes and how you're going to leverage it. Yeah. And so I know a couple of the topics we've been talking about is um, like the infinite banking and how we use that. I would love to understand that better because I have it and I don't. And I, and as we're talking, I'm learning, like I'm not using it at all how I'm supposed to, but I was like, oh, I was told to get it. But then I didn't have somebody to help follow up. Like, here's how you yeah. use that tool. Yes. Yeah. And using the tool is really important. Um <laughs> We, because we talk about like, you could have a whole garage full of tools that you don't know how to use. Right. <laughs> yeah. And somebody be like, man, you must build some incredible furniture. You're like, I have no idea what to do. Somebody just told me I needed all this stuff. That's right. Um, unfortunately, that's how a lot of advisors operate too. Well, you need this and you need this and you need this. And somebody's like, I don't even know why I have this in my portfolio. So let's talk about why you would have infinite banking and what, how you might use yours. Infinite banking at the very heart of this is a process, not a product. Okay. So I need to make sure that is super clear to everyone that if you are involved in infinite banking, it is not necessarily about the product that you're buying, though that is a component. It's about the process of how the money flows through that, that makes up infinite banking. That's what makes it a thing. So um, I, I want to house all of what we're going to talk about today, Cliff, in the idea that I have been in the pursuit of mastery of money for a long time. Yeah. So for the last 20, 25 years, I have every year I'll pick up a dozen books on personal finance or investing principles or real estate, stock market, insurance. And I just want to develop and deepen my own understanding of it. I would consider myself farther up the hill of mastery than where some people might, might place themselves. And, and, uh, and it doesn't matter where you're at in the process. You could be in the foothills. You could barely be at the trailhead. You might be at the convenience store on your way to the trailhead. You know what I mean? <laughs> Filling up with gas. I'm headed right. there. I just got out of school. I just got my student loan. That's it. That's it. That's exactly right. So wherever you're at in the process, some of the things I'm going to share with you are what you don't know you don't know. Okay. And, and what I want you to do is, is just, if you're intrigued enough, get into inquiry about it where you're willing to go investigate. Um, because that's really the key to, to starting to pursue the path of mastery is just study, learn, study, grow, ask questions, listen to shows like yours. So I applaud everybody for being here and listening to it and know that you know in the path of mastery, this mountain that has no peak, 
um, some of what I'm going to share on today's show is a little bit higher up the peak, perhaps, okay. because we're going to talk about things. Some people are like, I have no idea how I would do that. And I would say you don't yet, but you will. So and with that. Yeah. And with that, I think like, and that's why I think this is so valuable. So if you're just coming out of school and you're graduating, you're like, I don't even have any of the things we talked about. You, you're going through the first four episodes. You're like, okay, cool. I'm going to start you know, creating a budget, like this is a place of this is really where you're working towards. So, and if you're already there and you're like, oh, cool, I don't know what to do with it, then this is the perfect episode for that whole conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say that for folks who are um, consistent and predictable in their income, they're setting money aside. You've got an emergency fund. You're, uh, you know, may maybe you're getting things paid down or paid off, whether you have car payments still or not, kind of irrelevant. We'll talk about that. Um, and now you're going, okay, it looks like we'll have some pretty decent sized distributions or dividends at the end of the year. What should we do with this? Yeah. Right. This would be yep. a good place for you. So let me first, um, share that, that the infinite banking concept, that process is based on a product known as a overfunded cash value, whole life policy. Okay. And sometimes you can insert an indexed universal life policy in there as well. So either an IUL or a whole life policy is really what we're after. Ideally, these are purchased through a mutual company. This would be like a mass mutual, pen mutual. Mutual companies are owned by their policyholders. Okay. They function sort of like a credit union does. Okay. Right. Where a credit union is owned by its members. It's not owned by shareholders. Okay. A, a mutual insurance company would be the same. Do you know who yours is with? Pen. It's with Penn yeah. Mutual. So Penn and Penn's a great company. They they pay they pay dividends and have paid dividends for 80 or 100 years at straight, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of these insurance companies, Mass, Penn, Northwestern Mutual, they've been around for decades, some a century or more. And so, you know, if you're looking for longevity, uh, these are the kinds of companies you're looking at. So what questions come to mind for you first off, Cliff, that that some of your tribe might be asking. So I think the first thing is like some people have heard of whole life and term life, and sometimes they don't know the difference. So I think the differentiation between like, what's the benefit of a whole life versus a term? And then what, what's the benefit of a term? Because I always tell people, you just got to pick your problems. There's benefits and yeah. problems with both or challenges. And so what are they and what's the vehicle and what's the use for them? Because yeah. I was super clear on what I had them for, but I'd be curious on your perspective. This is a great question. So the way I would describe them is that if you have a term life policy, you are renting your life insurance. Okay. And if you have a whole life policy, you own your life insurance. And wow. here's what I mean. Term life, and it's really in the name, right? Term yeah. life versus whole life. Whole life suggests that your whole life is insured in a whole life policy. So once you have a whole life policy in place, if you got it in your 20s or 30s, and you contract a kidney disease or diabetes or something later in life, it would be nearly impossible for you to go get a term life policy because now you have this condition that could be terminal and, and the insurance company, you know, there are actuaries who are predicting lifespan and they're trying to figure out how are we going to make money on these premiums every single year over the length of time that this person's going to be with us. So term life actually is a very profitable product for most insurance companies because they never pay out, right? If you have a 20 year right. level term, you bought it at 25 at 45, it expires. 
the company's like, thanks for your premiums. Appreciate it. Right. The road. Right. Yeah. Or if you want to upgrade now, your premium is this because you're a little bit older and we're not sure we can insure you for 20 or 30 years now. Whereas in a whole life policy, when, once you buy it, you are guaranteed insurance for the rest of your life. So long as the premium payments are made. Okay. And so, you know, again, in the name whole life is your entire life per, term life would be a, a temporary uh, period of time, a term of time that you're buying insurance for you're renting it versus buying it. And so for me, like the reason I got my term, so I had a young family, I had, you know, kids who I wanted to be able to go to college and stuff like that. So term was like, literally, like, um, probably 90% cheaper or less expensive than whole life yes. at the time, because I was, yep. like you said, 20 something. So I was able to get a couple million dollars of term insurance that would cover me until my kids got out of the house. And also it would make sure that my wife and my family was taken care of. So at a lower cost. And then it allowed me to be more aggressive with my companies because I knew if anything happened to me and I passed away, they would be covered. And the whole life I got um, for the reason you said, but then the part I'm missing and the part I really want to dive into today is like, I got it and I'm paying into it and I have the cash value. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm excited to see the cash value going up versus like, I should be excited to be like, okay, cool. How can I use that money to invest? So I can start to create that flywheel effect that yeah. so often gets that I've been missing, you know, for the last I'm on the same around the same period. I've had mine for about um, five or six years yeah. um, as well. And so, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, let me say shame on the person who sold it to you. that didn't follow <laughs> up and say, OK, Cliff, here's what we do with this. Um, yeah, right. In effect here. What's that? Yeah, right. Like I think about like so as a chiropractor listening, like, you know, that's the difference between a pain management chiropractor and a, and a proactive wellness chiropractor. Like, yes. So make sure you're an investor. And I think that's what I'm really finding about Adam is it's it's not about the product. It's about the process. And just like chiropractic, yeah. it's not about the adjustment. It's about the process. Right. And so just like you said, find somebody who's going to be with you, like, and help you along this path. And that's what I'm learning. I need now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, for what it's worth, the people who sell these, I mean, I'm, I'm going to paint with a very broad brush. So forgive me if I have any insurance agents listening that are offended by this. <laughs> but a lot of people get into the insurance business, but they don't really know what their product is. They don't know what they're selling or they don't know the ability, how they can use it in addition, because all they know is what they know. They know insurance and they don't know the other pieces of it. Right. So here's how you would use it. And here's how other people can use the infinite banking policies. When I say this is a process, not a product. What I mean by that is in creating an infinite bank, which is what we're doing with these whole life policies, you're creating a bank of money that you then have access to, to use however and whenever you see fit. Okay. The, the differentiator here between going to a bank and borrowing from yourself would be that when you borrow from a bank, all the interest goes back to the bank and goes to the shareholders and all of that. When you're borrowing from yourself, um, you get to decide when, how, and if it's paid back at what interest rate, um, you, you have full control over those funds. And this is unlike any other product out there, because even in a 401k loan, you could borrow money out of your 401k, but if the money is taken out of there, right, it yep. may not be growing. Like it's literally taking away from your balance and borrowing money out. Whereas in a whole life policy, if you have a hundred thousand dollar uh, cash value in your policy and you pulled out 50 grand to buy a car or invest in a business or pay for college, 
you're actually earning on a hundred thousand still. You know, the, the, the companies, these mutual companies pay both a contracted amount, a return, usually a point and a half to two and a half percent. And then they also pay dividends, which could be another two and a half percent. Okay. And it's always on you know, whatever full amount was in the cash value of that policy. Yeah. So, and I just want to double click on that because I, I just want you guys to hear that because it took me two laps. And so $100,000 value, you borrow 50, you only have $50,000 cash value left, but you're still getting comp, they're still paying you on the 100,000, which is huge. And, and it exponentially gets bigger when you have two, three, and when you have a half a million dollars, like that's a, becomes a way bigger number and you can leverage a lot of that money. Absolutely. And leveraging it is really where, uh, when we work with folks at the shred method, our goal is to show them, Hey, once you've shredded debt and you've created equity and you've funded an infinite banking policy, now let's figure out where do we put it so that it's earning cash flow month after month after month that either can either refill the bucket, right? We're going to refill the infinite banking policy bucket, or maybe you're living on it. Right. And then at some point in time, I maintain that most professionals um, don't want to work for money. Right. They, they want their money to work for them and they'd like to work less, not more. Some of the most successful chiropractors I've met will say, no, I have engineered my practice to work two or three days a week and that's it. Right. Yep. Um, we, we deal with a lot of dentists and a lot of dentists will say, I'm done working five days a week. It's the back pain and the depression and, you know. I mean, man, you think of a job that has tunnel vision. I think the only job that could have more tunnel vision than a dentist is a proctologist. But <laughs> I, um, I don't think it's a tunnel I want to be looking down either. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So the, um, the the goal is that that we should be creating massive, passive, permanent streams of income, so that our active income, when we're adjusting, we can actually control that. And it doesn't have to be five or six days a week. It can ratchet back down to five and then four and then three. Um, the way we do that is by building that policy and then putting that money to work for us in investments. Yeah. And, and especially if you're a single doctor office, that, that becomes really critical. And then I think that's one of the things I love about Align Life is Align Life will help show you and give you the tools where you can build multiple offices, multiple doctors. And so it's not, not so heavy on you as far as seeing the patients. And this is kind of that financial vehicle. It's like, great, I have all this extra money. And after you're done investing in the things and paying off your debt or businesses, then this is a way for you to keep your money. And I think the biggest thing too, and I know we'll dive into this, is like kind of the tax benefits of this. Because I think one of the things that I was taught when I first got out of school was like, oh, if I want a 401k and you know, my accountant yeah. was like, oh, you want a 401k because you can write all that money off. But yeah, you'd pose the question earlier is like, you know, taxes, are they going to go are they going to be getting higher or going or getting less in the future as we move yeah. forward? And yeah, it will. Um, I mean, without question, as we look to the future right now, the U.S. government owns thir or owes $30 trillion, right? <laughs> That's our, our, our national debt. And the debt ceiling has been in, bandied about in Congress here over the last couple of weeks, and it will continue to be. This is a every year, every nine months, it's going to happen. We're going to have to raise the debt ceiling again. And and politicians are going to squabble about what it means and are they going to do it? They have to do it. There's no question that they, they, can't, they can't not do it. Um, so as you look into the future, the only way to pay back those liabilities would be to increase taxes. Yep. And so it's a given that 10, 15, 20, 30, 50 years down the road, taxes will be higher than what they are today. 
So we should be considering investment vehicles that allow us to have tax benefits in the future, which yeah. might mean you know Roth IRAs versus traditional IRAs, Roth 401ks instead of traditional 401ks. But in the sense of infinite banking, what it means is that these things are set up so in retirement, as an example, my wife and I have policies that we know based on the projections and how much income we're putting in, how much cash value they'll have, we'll be able to pull somewhere between seventy-five dollars and $90,000 a year tax-free at 60, right, <laughs> out of our policies to live on that amount of money. So no matter what happens with Social Security or our investment accounts or other cash flow deals, we know that we're covered just in the income that we can pull off tax-free out of these policies. And the reason I say that and emphasize tax-free is you pull it out as a loan and borrowed money you don't pay taxes on. Right. And the dividends from the policy pay the loan back. So every year those dividends kick in, they pay the loan back to whatever the value is. And then we come back to the well the next year and pull out another 90,000. Yeah. It's so critical to have those different resources and, you know, have a good financial advisor who's working with you and your family, especially as a young family. I think of chiropractors, like patients coming to us and they want us to be their guide and have such a great guide. Like I know I've learned so much at, in just the couple things we've talked about and I'm excited to work with you on a professional level that way. And so, but finding that person who understands this, who's had 20 plus years of scar tissue is crucial. Yeah. And I know we still have a lot to cover, but I just, yeah, like I'm just, yeah, it's, much. it's, it's super powerful. I mean, I think the, the takeaway too, I hope for your listeners is that this truly is a long-term outlook. And I think the, uh, going back to even the very first session, um, that we had together and we were talking about mindset and money philosophies and all that. I think one of the things that makes them the most successful, most successful is they don't look at the decisions they're making tomorrow or next week or next month, sometimes next year. It's like five years out, this is what's happening. 10 years out, this is what's happening. You gave the example of putting money away for your kid's college. Had you not done that when they were young, they wouldn't have had it when they were necessarily when they were 18. Right. And that's a, that's a long-term deal. I'm always amazed when, um, you know, this is a simple example, but Christmas comes around and people are like, I don't have money budgeted for Christmas. I go, this is an every year thing. You know? <laughs> How do you not have money set aside for this? Yeah. Right. Like, and then, or they pay, they spend the first quarter, four months paying off their Christmas debt. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, and you're paying yeah. interest. And you, I know you talked about that. Like we're paying extra money on that money versus if yeah. you just reverse that, you would be making that money versus your credit card making 19% now on your money that you're actually, you're getting 20% more value for every dollar you spend. That's exactly right. And so, so you, you mentioned a couple of things. So 401k, a Roth, like there's a, a lot of different ways to invest and build wealth. And so I know we're talking a little, like we're talking about the infinite banking. And so how is that, um, I'm going to say different. I don't know if better, but how's it different from like the 401k? Well, the 401k is, you know, it's a, it's a government created enterprise. It's a government created vehicle. Okay. Um, the 401k was, was intended to really juice people's retirement accounts and allow them to save and plan for the future. It gave companies a benefit because they could contribute to the 401k and that was an expense to them. Um, but the main difference is in your 401k, you can't 
really access the money in your 401k until you're at least 59 and a half. Right. And from 59 and a half to 70 and a half, you have full reign, full access. You can pull however much you want out of your 401k. After 70 and a half, there are required minimum distributions that will come out of those, those accounts. So the thing I don't like about 401ks in general is that when the government's telling me when I can access the money and when I can't, that creates a liquidity problem for most people. Yeah. Because what if you want to retire at 55 and you've got a majority of your funds locked up in your 401k or you've got uh, you know, a majority of money locked up in some other qualified retirement vehicle? If you don't have that liquidity or that cash flow, then you're going to be strapped. You're going to be you know, scratching your head trying to figure out where's this money going to come from. Right. With the policy, because you're building it over time and you're leveraging it to maybe invest in real estate, syndications, you know, those kinds of things. The goal is to create that passive income. And at the very least, if you never touched yours ever again, Cliff, until you retire at 60, and I know you, you probably won't ever retire. <laughs> That's right. But at 60, if you said, hey, I at the very least need to pull 15, 20 grand a year out of this thing. Yeah. You could be sitting there and you have full reign and access to it at any given point in time. So I think it's, it's, a, it's as much about flexibility and access um, because it's not this qualified vehicle. And I would just say that the majority of people out there, they don't really have an income problem. They have a liquidity problem because oh. when, when a great opportunity <laughs> comes up, you know, it's like, Hey, fit, put 50 grand in this. Well, where would I get 50 grand? Yep. That one of my financial mentors, that's, he said he made most of his money off his piggy bank. He said, I just kept money in there. And then when opportunities come up, he got, he bought a house on Lake Tahoe for 30 cents on the dollar. Cause he could give totally. him cash that day. Totally. And so the other thing, when you pull money from your 401k, it's counted as income. Right. So then let's say you pull out like a hundred, like you, like we were talking like 70 to 90,000, like if we pull out a hundred thousand, we're going to be taxed 20 to 30% on that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, again, this goes to what most people don't see, which are the two greatest expenses that we have in life our taxes and the interest expense on debt. Okay. So 401k is both of those. And so you get the benefit. So you, the benefit of the 401k is you're putting money in that's pre-tax. So you're not paying taxes on it going in, but you're paying it on going out unless you go with the Roth. But, but that, that the way I would make that gamble, if I thought taxes were going to go down, but if they're going yeah. up, I want to play the long game. Let's pay the least amount now so I can get the max value later. That's exactly right. So, um, and so, so we talked about the term, so, um, and we talked about the whole life. So as we're going into this, so what, so what is the process? So then how do you start this? What's the kind of game plan in this? Cause I know you've done yeah. this a lot. So I'm going to share mine and I'm going to share what some people may be, may be pitched by, by an agent somewhere. Okay. Um, cause it does differ just a little bit. And the main differentiator is, how premium payments are made and where it comes from and all that. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I, and I think I had shared this with you before that I don't love monthly payments <laughs> because I think the challenge for most people is they payment themselves into a corner. Yeah. You know, if you make five grand and you've got $4,900 a month in various payments, you're, you're living paycheck to paycheck. It doesn't feel like your life is very big because you're just working to make payments. Right. And so the way that many agents will try and sell a, an insurance policy, be it whole life or term, is they'll say, well, monthly, it's just, 
you know, on the term side, it may be like, it's, it's only 90 bucks a month. Right. It's nothing, right. Or it's $40 a month and you can have this on the, on the whole life policy side, particularly if you're building cash value, you may have an insurance agent, particularly if you're a doctor, they'll say, well, listen, you should be able to swing $2,500 a month to put into this policy. Yep. That would be $30,000 a year. And immediately a doc's going to be like, geez, an extra $2,500 a month seems like a lot right. putting into this thing. And the way that we function, the way that I like to encourage people to, to consider infinite banking is this is a once a year deal. Drop money in, don't worry about it, but it becomes part of your cash flow process, which, which is all part of the shred method. So what we do is we encourage, you're going to do one premium payment yeah. and it will be maybe on the upper end of what, um, what you think you can afford. And we'll talk about why that is. But for most people, I'll say, listen, can you do 10 or 15 or 20 grand a year? Let's put that into this policy. And quite often they'll say, I don't, where would that even come from? Right. And that's when we start really breaking down how the shred method works, which is a, you know, a unique cash flow tool that will take the money you're already making and likely already sending to the bank in the way of mortgage payments, car loan payments, student loans, et cetera. And we're going to start to claw back a lot of the interest that you're paying to them that you're keeping for yourself in the way of building equity, right? Yeah. Or what we would call principal pay down in the mortgage as an example. So again, going back to that statement that this is really geared for someone who's somewhat advanced in the business, you've got predictable cash flow, probably still have debt. Through the shred method, what we'll do is we'll show you, you're going to start eradicating your largest debts, the mortgage, practice debt, student loans, et cetera. But we're going to leverage a line of credit to fund an infinite banking policy with twenty dollars or $30,000 a year. You're going to do it one time, drop in, it's there. And then we have the added benefit. We can either borrow that money back out again if we want, or we can just refill the bucket in the line of credit through our income that's cycling through shred. Gotcha. So we make it very simple, but in the process, it looks like this cliff in what we call a 10 year freedom plan. Step one is shred okay. because our goal is to free up equity to then fund infinite banking. And then through infinite banking, we're going to look at investments like syndications where you can make massive, passive, permanent streams of income. Gotcha. And so and then you just roll over the money that you have in your infinite banking in your That's whole right. life plan. That's right. That's the thing that I totally missed on it. Like I got like, okay, I do the one year payment. I'm like, I'm locking stuff with you all the way up until then I didn't maximize it. Like I'm trying to process even what to describe that as, but it's, I don't know, but it's like, I did all the right things, but then I didn't get the benefit at the end, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, so, and, and the reality is that if you, I mean, let's use again a raw number here. If there's $50,000 available to you, there are syndicators right now, one that I know of in particular, that at a $50,000 investment, they pay a guaranteed 8% on that money. That's the first, the first uh, payday, if you will. Yeah. Right. So 8% paid quarterly, but that's four grand a year that you would get on that 50,000. Right. In addition, if that syndicator gets out of that investment in the next three or four or five years, generally it's a, it's a three to five year hold. Okay. You're also going to get a percentage of the back end action on the sale of that property. So your multiple will end up being like 1.8 to 1.9 times what you put in. So if you put in 50, 
at the end of four or five years, you'll have 95,000 that you're going to have coming back to you. So think about over a course of four or five years, if you're repaying the 50 yeah. that you borrowed out of the policy, and then you've got another 95 in addition, you can see how this thing just starts to snowball on itself. It's the flywheel. Like it's just like, yeah. Whoosh, whoosh. And it's, and it's arbitrage, you know, we, we borrow it four, we make eight or nine, which ends up being 13 at the end of the day, right? Because of the, the back end payout. This is where this thing really starts to gain momentum and how people go, Oh, now I get it. Now I know why I have that money sitting there. This is the process. This is the infinite banking process that they were talking about. Yeah. And so as you're talking, like the th couple things that come up for me. So I think if chiropractors, if we're looking for a place like to put our money and be able to use it at the same time, this is like the vehicle. Because if you're like, okay, I want my money and I want it to be making that, you know, four to six to seven guaranteed, that's already happening. Yep. You can pull that out. You can either buy a practice, find a trusted investor. And I think, you know, that's the hard part. I think it's like finding, and I know you have a lot of resources and you have a lot of people you worked with. That was in our initial conversation. Yep. Then you can then on top of that 8%, then you can make another eight to 12 or 13% on top of that and then be repaying that and then continuing to grow that wealth. And then five years later, you do the same thing and you just keep going. Is that the program? That is exactly it. And then we add one other like turbocharged turbo boost in there, which is when you're using the shred method, because, because of how your income is flowing through the line of credit, paying bills, we, you know, every now and again, we drop these lump sums in places. If you're refilling the infinite banking bucket more often than every five years, maybe it's every year or every 18 months, you can begin to start layering these syndication investments. Okay. And they get bigger and bigger and bigger over time. So within 10 years, you know, it's it's our model that most people can completely replace their their active income. Okay. Just by using this model. It the first two years, really, 18 months to two years are shred focused. Okay. After that, we're focused on building the infinite banking policy. And that might take a year or two in addition. Okay. And then we're immediately rolling into, okay, now let's start creating the flywheel. And by year seven, eight, nine, ten, the flywheel is actually cashing in, um, you know, because these deals are starting to circulate. They're they're closing out of the one you are in, and you can move on to the next one. Wow! And every time that happens, you go, "Holy cow! This was a huge chunk of money, a huge win." Um, in many cases, you're going to ten thirty one exchange the money into the next investment, so you're not paying taxes on the gain. Okay. So, yeah, you know, we just start to stack the benefits of these. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to make a statement that may be a stretch, but most advisors, they're not, they're thinking about how do I get more assets under management? Right. Cause that's how they're right. compensated, right? That's how they're compensated. Right. And it's again, not to vilify them. That's their business model. Yeah. Um, the, but the challenge is that you lose a ton of money in fees. You lose a ton of money in, uh, the fluctuations of the market that you may, you may not be aware of. And, and in these kinds of investments, um, I think Robert Kiyosaki said it best that, that net worth is an opinion, but cash flow is a fact. <laughs> so I could look at my accounts and go, mm -hmm. well, yeah, today, this is what my stock, you know, my stock portfolio says it's worth. This is what E-Trade tells me it's worth today. Right. But it's an opinion because tomorrow it's going to be different. Yeah. But if I know that this piece of real estate or this syndication is paying me you know, we have one that pays us $750 a month, like clockwork. And at the end of the three-year term of holding it, 
we'll get our original investment back plus 35,000. And it ends up being like a 14% per year return. Wow. That's guaranteed. You know, we know that's coming. So, so I guess what I'm, what I'm getting out of this is like, you know, there's not a lot of like guarantees in life, but like infinite banking, that was one of the reasons I originally signed up. It's like, this is guaranteed no matter what happens, as long as I do my part. And so, and I think it's like, sometimes I think we get this space of gambling. It's like, oh, I won on this one. So I'm going to try that again. But like, that's not how you build wealth. You build wealth by, you know, here's some of the guarantees or being really smart about how you're investing. And so is that? Yeah. And, and to be honest, there, there's um, a, a lot of philosophies out there about slow and steady will, will be the dynamic investing every time. Yeah. And so there is you know, while 6% may not seem like that's, it's that sexy, you earn 6% over the course of 50 or 60 years and it just keeps compounding on itself. It's a lot of money. Yeah. That in effect is what the policies are doing on their own. You add in another, you know, potential eight to 14% return. Yeah. This is like a video game. You can't lose at some point. Right. So I love that. I think that's a great place to stop. And I think what I would, I think a couple of my big takeaways is like recognize, like just like getting your health back is a process, building wealth is a process. And so understanding the process and having the right guide in your corner, that's what I like this episode really highlighted for me is like, wow, like take your time, pick the right guide, ask the right questions. Cause I think a lot of times just like when patients come into our office, they don't even know what to ask. Yeah. I think as a, as a financial consumer, there is no place where we're taught really how to have a financial conversation. Yeah. So finding somebody like Adam and Adam's company, the shred method, like leaning in on them, like somebody who's been doing it for 20, 25 years, just like I've been doing chiropractic for 20, 25 years. Like, I'm like, cool. I know how to do that. The money part. That's a whole different story. Like I, I have enough to be dangerous as I'm finding out today. Um, but if you really want to be dangerous and, you know, instead of being dangerous, creating security and wealth for your family, for this generation and generations beyond, like having somebody like Adam and or talking to Adam and talking to his company. And next time we'll talk about like the shred method, that whole thing. And we'll have an offer for you guys to um, connect with Adam and go to that. And all his stuff is in all the episodes we, we've done. So if you just want to reach out, you're like, I don't want to wait till the next episode, reach out to him. Um, and you know, I know you'll get a ton of value as much as I've gotten out of just our conversations. Well, this has been awesome, Cliff. I, I want to say congratulations to you. Um, you. You've put all the pieces in place, <laughs> right? I mean, you have all the tools in the garage. Now let's go build a table. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's exciting to hear that you're doing all these things. And and there's one minor thing that we can tweak that, that will make a massive difference. Um, so I, Similarly, I'll echo your sentiment. We would love to chat with anyone out there who's got questions or you know, wants to figure out how to optimize their situation. You can find us at theshredmethod.com and we've got masterclasses and free resources and all sorts of things there. Um, but it's, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. And I know what you're doing is super valuable to your listeners. So I appreciate you, Cliff. Awesome. I appreciate you, Adam. Thanks for your genius. And Tribe, we will see you on the next one. Um, and then start looking at this infant banking. Reach out to Adam's team. You know, just start having a conversation because the sooner you can have a conversation, the faster you'll have that wealth and you'll have that financial freedom. And I know, you know, when I talk to doctors, that's what they're looking for. They're not looking to retire necessarily. Some of them are, but most of them are looking for that financial freedom number and you need an expert in your corner. And Adam and the Shred, Com and the Shred Method is a great company to bring that value to you and your organization. So see you guys next week. Take care, tribe. And we're going to be talking about the shred method. 
for opportunities to build your dream practice presented by Dr. Fisher. Reach out to Align Life Centers for Natural Health at AlignLifeOpportunity.com.